Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Welcome to the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Know someone who is making an impact for God's kingdom using their gifts, talents, and passions? We'd love to meet them. Send us an email at podcast at giftsforglory.com. That's podcast at gifts, the number four, glory.com. And now here is our host, Dave Ebert. Hello, friends and neighbors. I hope you are doing well and are preparing for a wonderful new year. We pray that this Christmas weekend was full of joy, happiness, health, and blessings, not just in the way of presence, but in the presence of God in your lives, the presence of loved ones, and the joy of celebrating the arrival of our Savior. For this episode, we're going to revisit some of our amazing guests from this past year. As you may know, we end each episode with this question, what is your wise counsel for someone listening who wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? I've gone back and pulled some of those answers, and let me tell you, I personally, and I believe many of you listeners, have been blessed to have some very wise counselors this year. I hope you'll be blessed again and encouraged, perhaps even challenged by what these folks have to say. I have posted each person's links in the show notes, along with a link to hear their full episode as well. But before we get to the wise counsel review, let's open the word and get into our devotions with Dave segment. You know, in keeping with the theme, I wanted to talk about seeking wisdom, seeking counsel. So let's go into the New Testament first. We'll start with James 1.5. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. There's nothing wrong with seeking God's wisdom, but don't become so par- paralyzed by seeking wisdom that you refuse to receive it and then act on it. Seek it, receive it, and then apply it. I think that is a a very safe uh, three-step method uh, for God's wisdom is, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. He's not going to rebuke you for asking, but he expects you, once you've received it, to apply it to your life, to apply it to your ministry. Uh, Keeping in James, because James has a lot of great nuggets, and in fact, there is no way to take a Devotion with Dave segment and cite all the scripture that talks about wise counsel, seeking wisdom. Uh, So we just have a few. Uh, James 3.17, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruits of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. So that's how you can weigh the wisdom from above and the wisdom from Uh, yourself, thinking that you know better, or the wisdom from friends that may mean well, but it doesn't line up with scripture. So the wisdom that does not line up with scripture is foolish talk and will never be wisdom. So if it goes against scripture, it is not wisdom. It can never be wisdom. Let's go on into the book of Psalms, Psalm 37, verse 30. The godly will offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. So that just kind of parallels what James 3.17 said. 
that godly is going to give you the good counsel because it's going to line up with scripture. It's going to line up with what Jesus taught. It's going to line up with God's purpose for our lives. The godly will offer good counsel. They'll teach right from wrong. Proverbs 11:14. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Here, it's talking you know, uh, as far as a nation, a, a group of people, but it also applies in your own life. Without wise leadership, with somebody that you're serving under, whether it's your pastor or at your workplace, without wise leadership, a nation will fall. But there is safety in having many advisors. So when you're leading, when you're in a place where you have to make a decision, it's wise and it's wonderful to have many advisors. Listen to them. But most importantly, go back to James 1.5, what it tells us. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. So whatever wisdom you get from others, if it doesn't line up first with God, then it's not wisdom to even consider because it is not of God. So we're looking at verse uh, 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 18 in Proverbs. Plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. And because we know that we are in a spiritual battle, in a spiritual war, needing the full armor of God, Proverbs 2018 tells us plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war, and, and I'm, I'm applying this to the spiritual war that we're currently in and that we will be in until we're called home. Don't go to war without wise counsel. Don't step out until you've sought the counsel of a pastor, the counsel of a wise friend. Godly counsel, and most importantly, prayed over it. Pray over it. You cannot pray enough to seek the wisdom of God. But again, once you receive it, you got to apply it. Don't be stuck in a um, what they call a paralysis of analysis, trying to discern and try to dissect every single thing. Sometimes God just needs you to step in faith. But until you've sought God and you've sought wise counsel, it's not an act of faith in many times. It's actually an act of foolishness if you haven't sought the wisdom of God. And then uh, Proverbs 27, 6 tells us, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses of an enemy. Skipping down to verse 9, The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. Now, choose those two verses because they kind of, they're different, but they're also linked. Because sometimes the wise counsel of a friend is going to sting. It's going to hurt. That's why it says the wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Because an enemy will set you up for failure. An enemy will flatter you until that they can take advantage of you. But sometimes a friend will have to wound you. Not out of anger, not out of spite, not out of malice. But they'll have to tell you the truth and a truth that might hurt. And that's okay, because the wounds of a sincere friend are better than many kisses of an enemy. But you skip down to verse 9, it's kind of related. It says, the heartfelt counsel of a friend, which, as I'm telling you right now, may sting a little bit from time to time. But if it's coming from the heart, it's for your advantage. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. So seek wise counsel. Most importantly, seek the ultimate source of wise counsel, and that, of course, is God, His Word, in prayer and in meditation. And then when you can't make that decision, when you can't take that step, seek the wise counsel of friends who are educated uh, in the Word, who are godly, who will give you good advice. But at the end of the day, 
if any advice goes against the scripture, if any advice goes against God, it's not good advice. So trust in the godly. Let God sometimes use your friends to give you the counsel that you need. But again, the major barometer, the measuring stick is always going to be the word. So that is our Devotions with Dave segment. Just a small reminder that number one, wisdom comes from God. True wisdom comes from God. Seek him, seek his word first. But also God tells us in his word that it's wise to seek many advisors, to seek wise counsel, to seek godly counsel. So be sure to do that. And I think that w- that is going to be what this episode is all about. We have several of our guests from the past year sharing their thoughts on what their wise counsel would be. So sit back and enjoy this episode as we go back and hear from many of our guests from 2020 as they share their wise counsel on the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. Brooke Simpkins, leader of the Orland Park, Illinois chapter of Moms in the Making. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Oh, well, everyone's gifts are so unique. Um, I mean, I, you know, for people who know what the Enneagram is, I am an Enneagram one wing two. Um, and I just, you know, it's, it's a very... That doesn't mean anything to some people, so I will not linger on that for very long. But if you know what it means, you know that I am a pretty intense person. Um, And Dave knows that just from knowing me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, um, But just, you know, part of it is listening to God. Um, I mean, I think actually maybe that's like the whole thing is identifying what your gifts are. And, you know, really just leaning into God and seeing what direction he wants you to go with those things. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes God's going to ask you to do things that you are not equipped for. Because he does it a lot. Think about Moses, who did not want to lead the people out of Israel. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're talking... Yeah, um, the one who was swallowed by the whale, Jonah. Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. He did not want to be God's witness, but he was, and he was great at it. Like there's, you know, God calls people and then he equips them. You need to give God your yes, and he will equip you for the work he has laid out for you. Because if we could do it on our own, we wouldn't need God, or we'd think we wouldn't need God. Yes. And then we'd want to take the glory for ourselves. Yes. And it is so important. You know, when God gives you the answer, you know, you know, hey, you know, life tip, God answers all your prayers. He just might not be saying yes right now. Um, But anyway, when God gives you the yes, when he answers your prayers with a yes, thank him. Mm -hmm. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. And if you are experiencing anxiety, bring your anxiety, bring your request to the Lord with thanksgiving. Not just thanksgiving for the things that you have, but thank him for his provision. Thank him for what he is doing. Thank him for what he has already done by the victory of Christ Jesus. Because he has already won over whatever it is that you're facing. And, you know, thank him for that victory as you are asking him to bring it forward. 
Anna Yee, dancer, singer, improviser, actress, member of Wellverse Comedy. What is your wise counsel for someone who's listening that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? I'd say just do it. Go for it. I think, <laughs> I think we, you know, being a Christian is part of who someone is, not, not a requirement to do something or not do something. I think that um, it's always great to have Christians representing on a higher level. So go for it. Just do it. Be true to you. Be true to your values. Be kind to everybody. And I think that will speak more volumes than being in one or two productions that that um, are Christian-like. You know what I'm saying? Like you conducting yourself with love is going to go very far and, and spread a good word about being a Christian than um, showing it, if that mm. makes any sense. Kind of just living it instead of trying to prove it. Right. Just be it and people will notice. And once they start noticing, then talk about it. Then and say, well, this is, this is my, what I believe. Um, you don't have to believe it, but this is why I am the way I am. And I hope that would open you know, some people's eyes and change their minds about what being a Christian means. Comedian, improviser, massage therapist, Nikki Haynar, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Okay, this is going to sound so basic and cliche. Don't take yourself so seriously. How You know, that's funny, right? People get into comedy and it's a funny thing. It's not serious. But so many of them take it so seriously that I feel like they shoot themselves in the foot. Misty Phillip, the founder of the Spark Podcast Conference. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Yeah, I, I would say that you are made... With a, God has given you, there's a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And I would ask the question that I ask when I started Spark, where does my gifting and my calling line up in this season of my life? Because my gifting and, you know, we're all given gifts. Uh, and those have manifested for me in different ways at different times because I had to have a certain set of skills when I was homeschooling. and. And now God has called me into to writing and speaking and leading and and now I'm an entrepreneur. And so it looks different uh, in different seasons. So I would just be obedient. I would say if God asks you to do something, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to know how to do everything. I would say take the step of faith and trust that God will equip you along the way, or he will provide uh, people in your path that can help you, that can teach you. Um, I think that's the most important thing is to just step and trust and obey. And even if you're afraid, every time I get in front of the camera before I'm about to speak, I'm literally sick to my stomach. So Mm. I had somebody tell me the other day, oh, you're so composed when you do your videos. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I am a nervous wreck when I do that. But I just have to focus on God and be thankful that he's given me this opportunity and know that it's not about me. And I just turn that over to him. So I do it afraid. 
So even if you're afraid, if God's called you to it, He will see you through it. Host of the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast, Tina Smith, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to use their gifts for God's glory? I would say, number one, figure out what your identity is in Christ. Number two, what are your giftings? God has gifted all of us spiritually. What are your spiritual gifts? Research them. Understand the downside of those. You're going to use the upside of those naturally. Understand the downside of your spiritual gift. You know, I have a gift of exhortation. I could cut people off at the knees if I didn't use it in the spirit. Mm. And then know what your personality type is. I always did the DISC personality system or Myers-Briggs is good. But um, your personality coupled with your gifting is unique. And don't be afraid of your voice. Don't be afraid that, oh, everybody else does this. Your voice is different. Use your voice for God. He created you with a plan and a purpose. And here's the thing. Our gifts and our calling are irrevocable. If we don't step into that, God doesn't have a plan B. He doesn't have a plan B. He gifted you to do a specific thing. And if you don't do that, it's lost for eternity. Tim Winders from Seek, Go, Create podcast and uh, timwinders.com. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Well, there's a word that I use, and it could be my engineering background. It could be because of my study of the kingdom of God. To me, what we are on this earth to do is to determine what our assignment is within the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I use the word assignment because I think the kingdom has somewhat of a military component to it. Maybe not military like we understand, but I think there are people that have roles to play within the kingdom. And so the the number one wise counsel that I could give to people, especially right now, is to find a place, find a time, find a situation where you can get still and get quiet before the Lord. And some of you might be saying, well, what does that mean before the Lord? Well, just get still and quiet, and, and I promise you he's going to show up because he's there already, and he has just desired for you to get still and quiet if you haven't done it all your life. And if you get still and quiet and stop talking and listen and say, Lord, what do you want to tell me now? What is the assignment that you have for me in the kingdom right now? What is it that you want me to do today? And if you, you know, if you're one to journal, maybe pull out a journal, the Lord actually speaks to me in writing quite a bit. If you do that, and if you do it in the morning, and then try to do it the next morning, I would almost guarantee, and I don't think there are many guarantees in this physical world, but I would almost guarantee by about two, three, four, five mornings in, you're going to have a running dialogue with your creator, the Heavenly Father. And you're going to begin gaining clarity about what he wants you to do with your life, not what other people want you to do with your life, not what, you know, church world or anything else wants to do, but what he wants you to do. And you're going to start well, you're going to be excited about it and you're going to start getting wisdom and you're going to start getting witty inventions and you're going to start creating things that you never thought you could create. So to me, that quiet still Time is the wise counsel I would give. 
Meg Gleisner, one of the people running the uh, Christian Podcasters Association and really making a difference for Christian podcasters everywhere and host of the Letters from Home podcast. What is your wise counsel for someone that's wanting to step into their gifts for God's glory? I think one thing that I've learned over serving the Lord for a lot of years is that sometimes what we think is a gift or we think we're really good at And so we go in and say, this is my gift. I am the one who teaches, so everyone needs to listen to me because sometimes your gift is not what you think it is. It's the thing that you're not as good at. Maybe you're humbly, maybe the person who stutters is going to be the preacher, the John Wesley that changes the world. And so I think serve God where you're at, love Him with your whole heart, and Be open to Him directing you, and it may not be the place that you think it is. Actor, director, producer, Steve Shermett, star of the forthcoming film from Avondale Pictures, The Righteous Twelve. Steve, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to use their gifts for God's glory? Um, A lot of people don't know where their gifts and skills lay or lie. And so what I encourage them to do is... um, church always says, hey, we need help in this department. We need help in this department. Just jump in, start doing something. Mm. And if you love it, stick with it. If not, move on to the next thing till you find that thing that's a fit. And, you know, let the, the, the ministers at your church know, hey, I'm trying to find my place. So I don't want to get, you know, stuck into something until I know where I belong. Mm-hmm. So that's gifts in general. Find an opportunity and just do it and see what happens. As, as for the... Uh, acting industry, it's a hard one. It's a really hard one to to break into. It's a hard one to pursue um, unless you're thoroughly and completely passionate about it. To quote, I forget the actor's name, famous actor said, if you don't have to do it, don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) If you have to do it, you will. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I would encourage people to be very cautious. It's easy though to start and put your toes in the water by just working with local filmmakers. Find other beginners and amateurs like yourself, wherever you live, and make a film. You can find these opportunities on Facebook all the time. Vana Johnson, uh, vanajohnson.com. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? I think my wise counsel to that is what I tell everybody, and that is really Find that quiet space in your day. Make that quiet space if you need to, whether it's get up earlier or whatever. Don't look at your phone right away. Don't turn on the TV, any of that stuff. Go sit mm-hmm. down with, with the Word and with Jesus and, and, and see what He has in store for you that day. That's what I would change about my previous life if I could. Is I would have been asking Him what his will for me is each day instead of just charging ahead thinking I knew what I was supposed to do. And so if somebody is looking for that, that thing in their life, ask him. And if, if you're not getting answers, maybe you do need to talk to someone who can ask the right questions to make mm-hmm. you think about that. Because the path is there, the, the, the breadcrumbs are there. Sometimes we just need help putting them all together to figure out what it's supposed to look like. Patrick Lewis from A Guy in His Bible podcast. Tell us, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to use their gifts for God's glory? Uh, I mentioned it earlier, um, and it's, I kind of blew by it, but I always, 
keep a journal. Mm-hmm. The, 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 that that to, to me, and I never understood the importance of that. Um, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. And I went, of course, me, I went out and bought the, the this real nice leather, custom leather one, everything like that. Just go to Walmart and buy a 70 cent notebook, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and keep a journal. And just for what I did and what I do to this day is every day I go, before I go to bed, I write in it, how was I able to uplift the kingdom of God today, and where did I fall short? And then every week, go back and look at that list. Now, as you see things appear on the how was I able to uplift the kingdom of God, that's going to tell you where your talents are. That's going to tell you the talents that, okay, I'm really seeing, I'm really seeing a pattern here, and, and, and don't rush into it. Take a couple months to really find out what, what it is that you want to do. Because what will happen is if you rush into it and fail, you're going to get discouraged and go, you know what, I'm just going to go back and sit in the back of the line now. Mm. If, you, if you keep track of it for a couple months and say, man, I keep on seeing this pop up as the top line of this is how I keep uplifting the kingdom of God, then just go do it. I mean, you and I are members of a lot of the same podcasting associations. And what's the thing that we hear all the time? Don't wait till you have the best microphone and the best this and the best that. Just go do it and grow it from there. And I think that's the biggest thing that holds people back from going and doing, getting out into your community, doing discipleship is I have to have, I have to have the best this, and I have to make sure I have the right this, and I have to make sure this book, and I finish this. No, no. The only book you need to know is the Bible, and you don't even need to know all of it. All you need to know is be dangerous enough to have that little bit of information that is going to draw somebody in. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things is don't be afraid to tell somebody you don't know because nothing is worse than somebody who's not saved, somebody who's struggling with their faith, somebody who's trying to find out something about the Bible to get the wrong information. Mm. So if you say, and I do this all the time in my job because I have people walking into my office all the time. Hey, I read this Bible scripture or the pastor said this in the chapel last night or something like that. Can you help me out? Can you tell me what this means? And if I don't know, my response is, you know what? I'm not sure what that is, but I'm going to write it down and I'm going to go find out for you. And then we'll sit down in a couple of days and we'll talk about it again. And then go do it. Go, 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 go talk to your pastor. Go. We all have, look, we all have devices. If most of those devices have some type of Bible app on it. And most of those Bible apps, I know the one I use, Olive Tree, I'm not promoting Olive Tree, but the, the Olive Tree Bible app has hundreds of free resources on that thing. Yeah. Go, go there, you know? It, that, that's how you start the dialogue. If you show somebody that you care enough about them to go find out that answer for them, that they're asking you and you admit that you don't know it, but I'm going to take the effort to find out because that's how much I care about what you're asking me, that goes much, much more than sitting down and beating them over the head with Bible verses. Director of 360 TV and director of the Skits Comedy Troupe, Dave Siriano, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Um, first thought is go for it. 
I always, you know, Nike had it best, just do it. Like, if you want to do something, do it. I, I'll never forget, this was probably two years ago, and I was filming for this, this nonprofit, and one of the people that I was interviewing, I said, she was younger, and she's like, I've always wanted to do what you're doing and be a photographer, videographer. And I said, well, why don't you do it? She said, because my parents said I'd never get anywhere. And so now I'm in nursing school. <laughs> and I was, I was just like, you're torn because you're like, okay, you know, nurses, you're always going to need a nurse. But I told her, I said, do it on the side, you know, go out and take pictures and do what you love to do. Even if you have that full-time job, if you love taking photographs, making videos, my son-in-law, he, um, he works at the courthouse and he has a nine to five, but every Saturday, every Sunday after church, he's out filming skateboarders and, you know, he's making these really cool videos and, you know, who knows what'll happen. So whatever it is in life, you know, if God has called you to do it, he will make a way for that thing to come to pass. You know, don't give up. Don't let anybody else tell you what God has told you, because what God has told you will come to pass. Actress Anne, one of the stars of the second season of Vindication coming out in 2021, Candace Kirkpatrick. What is your wise counsel for someone listening who wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Oh, thank you for asking. I, I'm so glad because now I get to talk about the snowboarder. Okay. I created a short film during this film festival called Sorry. You can watch it on um, Redeem TV. It's a 10-minute film, but I create, created during the pandemic during lockdown using my iPhone and it's about in 25 film festivals, including Brazil, London, Jamaica, etc. It's just going all over, but it's this little engine that could for, for as film goes. But during watching Redeem TV, I watched uh, some other um, documentaries and things that were in the film festival. And so an athlete is in a film called Death to Life. He is talking about as an athlete being injured, he got addicted to opioids. Mm. But how when God set him free, he is using that as a ministry called Reach. And he goes around, travels all over the United St States to reach young people trapped in addictions. Okay. Mm -hmm. during, that during this time, I also watched a documentary called Go Tell It on the Mountain. I thought, oh, I wonder what this one's about. It's about snowboarders for Christ. Snowboarders. Mm. And I befriended the guy. His name is Brant. Is it Brant Taylor or Taylor Brant? Forgive me for messing it up. I'm not sure which one it is. If it's Brant Taylor or Taylor Brant. But he created this documentary. And he travels in war-torn areas like Bosnia, Herzegovina, and across the world giving snowboarding camps and doing week-long, two-week-long um, gospel. I mean, Christian mm. camps, but teaching them snowboarding. And he, I mean, he said, it's an incredibly dark place, snowboarders. So you're looking at snowboarders and you can judge them and think, oh, they got long hair, they got dyed hair, they got rings in their nose or whatever like that. He has this huge ministry reaching 
you know, and that's what gets me excited is that God has, I don't want anybody to squelch their gifts because if God has placed a gift in you, it is because he can use it for his glory to reach a sphere of people that only you can reach. So this man watching him reach snowboarders across the world for Christ again, got me as excited as listening to you talk about doing improv and going into all of these different places, whether it was not only the, um, like you said, sometimes you've been in clubs, you've been in, you know, helping with uh, women in trafficking, you've been into homeless shelters, whatever the gift is, I'm saying lay it before the Lord, ask him to multiply it and to use it for his honor because he will. He has equipped us differently. He has, you know, gifted us differently, and he will use it greater than we can possibly fathom if we let him. But I think sometimes we hoard these gifts or we want to use them for our purposes, our glory, and I'm just saying those don't work. But when you recognize that he is the giver of God-given gifts, and the whole reason is it says that we may do our good work so that others may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. It should point to this masterful creator who gives these gifts. So if I could encourage anyone, pray about all the unique ways that God has made you and how he can use them to uh, declare his glory and you will be blown away. Actor and evangelist Michael Ocho Ocho Torrena, what is your wise counsel for someone listening who wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Uh, just stay in the Word. Stay praying. Stay uh, When you pray, you're talking to God. He listens. He hears you. Um, don't give up on your praying. Um, I pray day and night. Um, because I'm talking to my father, which is God. Um, stay in the word. Um, uh, ask around. Um, see where you can help. See where your gifts are. Um, I start feeding the homeless. I start, you know what I mean, um, working at one of, the, one of the homeless shelters, volunteering, not working, but volunteering. I'd suggest, um, you know, if you're in the prison ministry, Start off talking to the chaplain there at the prison. See how you can get involved. There's many programs where you can get involved. I know there's programs where you can be a um, a a mentor, like in John Light. Um, alongside Ministries being one of them in Phoenix. Um, but there's so many ways you can you can glorify God and help God. Uh, pray and ask Him what what does God what do you want me to do? How do you want me to glorify you and Him? And He'll answer you. He always does. More of the Gifts for Glory podcast in just a moment. Our host, Dave Ebert, is now accepting bookings for your next event. Dave specializes in improv coaching to improve self-esteem, team camaraderie, communication, creativity, and developing your own unique voice. Improv is an amazing tool to learn how to listen actively, respond appropriately, and communicate more efficiently, all while having an absolute blast. For churches and ministries, ask about our Improv Your Witness workshop designed to get you out of your own way when sharing the gospel and your testimony. For information, contact booking at giftsforglory.com. Booking at gifts, the number four, glory.com booking at giftsforglory.com. We'll be back with more of this amazing conversation next on the Gifts for Glory podcast, where we celebrate and promote men and women using their gifts for God's glory. 
Nick Schroeder, the CEO of PAX TV. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Well, just do it. Don't let any, anything hold you back. Um, if something's on your heart and God's told you something, um, write it down and don't forget it because the, you know life happens. Um, people can tell you, um, people can discourage you, but if God's put something on your heart and you have a call, um, I believe that he gives us the desires of our heart. And I believe that he puts them there on purpose. Um, you know, he created each and every one of us with completely different talents, completely different giftings, um, different abilities, but he wants to use you for a specific pur- purpose. And if you have a talent, if you have a vision, if you have a desire in your heart that you really want to do, and you want to do it for the Lord, he's going to honor that. Um, um, there's a scripture that I always think of, you know, seek, seek first the kingdom of God and his, his righteousness and all, all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. I think if we're focused on God and we're focused on doing God's will, then he's going to open the right doors for us at the right time. And I can tell you right now, it's not going to be what we think it's going to be. It's, it's not going to happen in our time. It's, it's God's time. But when we can just put our head down, we serve God, we love God, you know, we, we, we seek his righteousness, we seek his kingdom. God's timing's perfect. And, and when the time's right, he'll open the right doors. Um, from, a, from a creative standpoint, um, we, we live in a time now which is pretty ridiculous as far as technology. I mean, if, if, as far as filmmaking, as far as media goes, anybody has a smartphone, anybody has an iPhone, you can make a movie on your phone now. I mean, it's really unbelievable what we have at our fingertips. So I would just encourage you to create. Just always be creating always be writing, you know, shooting films, doing whatever you can to, to kind of um, hone in on your craft, hone in on your skills, learn, expand, grow, because you want to be prepared when God does open that door. So um, um, I would just encourage you to do as much as you can, um, as often as you can, working on your craft, whatever that might be. And um, as far as um, content, um, getting content out there, uh, we are open as PAX TV. Um, we want to be, that's one thing that's on our heart is people who become, who come involved with PAX TV at whatever level, we want them to be able to fulfill God's call on their life through us. So people that we have coming on board, you know, whether it be management, whether it be production, whether it be actors, we want them to be able to do what they feel like God has called them to do and an outlet for that. And so, you know, if you've got Christian content, if you've got family-friendly content, you've got good stories, um, we're open to looking at it. We want to see it because we are now a platform for Christian producers, Christian filmmakers, Christian artists that maybe would not have gotten noticed otherwise. They don't, maybe they don't have a platform. They want to make a show. They want to make a movie, but they don't have um, anywhere to put it. They don't have anywhere to take it. Well, PAX TV um, is available to, to them now. And so I would say um, that that is a great opportunity for you to get your stuff out there and, and get your stuff seen. Host of the All God's Women podcast, Sharon Wilharm, what is your wise counsel for anyone wanting to step into their gifts for God's glory? To make sure that this is what God is leading you to do and to not just kind of go full force. A lot of times we do things that seem good in our eyes. 
And, you know, we're rushing it. God is saying the time's not right. You know, yes, you're going to do this, but not now. Um, You know, we're just so eager to do things. And we just need to make sure that this is God leading us and not us trying to lead God. Yvette Walker of the Positively Joy podcast at PositivelyJoy.com. Tell us, what is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? Mm -hmm. Don't doubt. So first of all, don't doubt. You probably have a gift that you don't even think you can use in God's glory. For me, it was relatively easy. I'm a writer. I've written all my life. I'm a communicator. How come I didn't figure that out before, right? But I think there's a lot of people who have gifts who might wonder, you know, well, you know, I just, um, I'm in the service industry or I'm this or whatever, you know, they can't figure that. So I would say, um, number one, ask God, pray, listen, open your ears, listen for he who has ears to hear, um, spend some time, you know, focusing on this and, 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 and Google, <laughs> there's a lot of people doing really interesting things out there. And, um, you know, the internet can be can be a bad place, but it can be a good place too. There's a lot of really interesting stories that are being told, and you might find um, some people who are doing some really interesting things that you may want to do. Um, listen to plenty of podcasts. You know, you know, read read blogs about um, read Christian blogs and see what people are doing. But I think doubt gets in the way, so that'd be my wise counsel: don't doubt. Elizabeth Myers of elizabethmyers.me and of course the book Undefeated. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? I say just trust God and you know obey when you hear that little nudge going out and I for me personally my my stumbling block is I'm a perfectionist. I don't want to put myself out there unless I can do it right, you know. It's been a learning part, you know, I explained to you how I <laughs> I did things and she's like, okay, God gives me this idea. I'm like, okay, I'll go do it. You know, I just, I launch a blog and I, I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, I started writing a book. I didn't really know what I was doing, but you just get out there and you learn on the way. I use the analogy of, you know, it's easier to steer a bike that's moving. You can't just balance on a bike that's standing still. Right. You're going to fall over. So you got to just kind of push off and go. And yeah, you're going to wobble some, you might take a spill, but you know, that's, that's life. And the way that I kind of get over my, perfectionist tendencies or, or fear really of just making a mistake, fear of looking foolish is, you know, I just think about my little kids when they were learning to walk, you know, yeah. they stand up and they take a few steps and they fall down. And, you know, and I, as the mom sitting there going, Oh my goodness, you can't get this right. You know, no, you, you kind of just chuckle and you laugh and you get them up again. And it's like, Hey, they're, they're going again. And I, if I can keep that picture in my head, that's how God is towards us. You know, he's yeah. not condemning us saying you fell down. He's like, yay, you're doing it. You're taking a step. Um, so just one step at a time and you don't have to have all the lights turn green before you leave your house, you know, you just start driving. And if you yeah. hit a red light, you stop and you wait and you, you know, you get lost, you ask for direction. Um, but I think sometimes we can get in this mindset of waiting for the right time or waiting for everything to be perfect. And that's not going to happen. And then you wind up, it's too late. And now, you know, you can't do anything about it, or it's too late to do that thing that you felt called to. And, and then we have to live with the regrets, which yeah. I think the regrets are worse than the failing and making a mistake and going, oops, and just, you know, learn from it and keep going. 
film director, producer, Christopher Sean Shaw. What is your wise counsel for someone that wants to step into their gifts for God's glory? So this is my advice, and this advice is, of course, preempted if God tells you otherwise. <laughs> so I want to preface it with that. If God tells you otherwise, then pay no attention to my advice. But, but my advice is plain and simple, and we talked about it before, and that is you don't have to sit and wait for the phone to ring nowadays. There is so much you can do to, okay, let me just give you the 168 Film Project as an example. If you're not familiar with the 168 Film Project and know they are not paying me to do this, I don't get any referral fees, it's just such a phenomenal experience. Um, go to 168film.com, I think is their website. They have a, if you're a screenwriter or want to be a screenwriter, they have something called the Rite of Passage. Um, and that happens around October each year, I think. So I believe the one that they had, they, they recently had one. So next year around fall time, if, if, if they still do it, then, um, then you got the rite of passage. Um, and that's spelled W-R-I-T-E, rite of mm -hmm. passage. Nice little pun there. Um, but I mean, like, and, and they have multiple categories now. You can do documentary style. You can do, you can take a, a past or rite of passage film and, and produce that. You can do what they call a speed film, which is what I've done the most with the 168. And the way that works is, is like there's a certain night called verse assignment night, and there's a theme for the year. So for example, skip listening. If you see that one, our theme for that year was hearing God. That was our theme. And then there was a certain night called verse assignment night where each team randomly selects a bible verse they have these they have these rocks in the shape of a cross and you pick up a rock and you, the verse that's under that rock is your verse and it somehow relates to the theme and then once you get that verse then you can start brainstorming story and like mm -hmm. what what is the script like at that point you can start you have about 10 or 11 days to do that and then it moves immediately into the 168 hours, which is seven days to shoot, edit, turn in a finished short film. And it's usually um, up to 10 or 11 minutes, including credits. Wow. It's varied from year to year. So Skip Listening was one of those films. That was my very first professional looking short film. My very first collaboration with Thor Ramsey skip listening. It was a 168 film project. We had 10 or 11 days to iron out the story and script. And then we moved immediately into, and of course your casting and stuff during that time, if you don't already have the cast on board, um, which is, which we've done it that way before too. The following year we did two Westerns and we had most of the cast, if not all the cast on board before we went in. That's a challenging way to do it because you don't know what your story and script are yet. Right. So if you have a cast already select, but you don't know what your story and script are yet because you haven't gotten your verse yet to then brainstorm off of, you know, um, it, it, it can be very complicated, but, um, but you have, you know, 10, 11 days to, um, to, uh, to write, pre-produce cast and, and, and get ready for the one, six, eight. And then the clock starts ticking one, six, 168 hours, shoot, edit, turn in hmm. phenomenal experience, especially if your short is well received, people like it. And then all of a sudden people want to start working with you. I mean, that, that, that's more or less 
that's more or less a, a, a very monumental, significant part of, of how my filmmaking career started was participating in the 168 competition, going to the festival, which is usually in Burbank or, or somewhere in Southern California, going to the festival, connecting with people. You see somebody else's short you like, getting to know them. They see your short. If they like it, they want to get to know you. People... And, and then the other is social media. Share your work on social media. Yeah. People will want to work with you if they like what they see, knowing nothing else about you. People want to start working. It happened to me. Like famous people, non-famous people, pastors, famous pastors. I mean, it varied in what I was asking for, but sometimes I was simply asking, will you please share this? Yeah. And one of those people replied, how do I talk to the person you know involved in this to like how can i best support your project and wow. that person came on board as a producer and an actor I, I like to say it's a lot of who you know but not in the nepotism kind of sense it's not like well i don't have any family in the industry so i can't do it no it's who you know in a different context it's like who who do you know that you click with, or there could be a potential collaboration there, you know? And that's what's and like, if you're a YouTube creator, that's why uh, one of the big things that helps people's channels is if they can do a collaboration with another YouTube, they call them collabs. If you can do yeah. a collab with another YouTuber, that helps momentum grow on each channel because people from one audience are seeing content from a, that that they wouldn't have seen otherwise unless they were in a collab effort and sharing their their respective content so it's similar with filmmaking it's similar with with acting i mean it's so easy nowadays with social media to um to get in front of somebody yeah it's so easy so you want to do it respectful you want to do it nice you don't want to hound or badger um somebody uh but again they don't know you exist if they don't know you exist. They don't know your work if they don't know your work. It's so much easier to get your work in front of them now. So do something that's well done, whether it's a monologue or a scene with, you know, another competent actor, you know, and, and showcase your work or whether, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a proof of concept for like, hey, I'd love to make this movie. No idea how we're going to fund this thing because, you know, uh, it, I don't have the money. How, how, how are we going to do this? If you can shoot a compelling, fun proof of concept and you'll get people's attention. And I annoyed a lot of people with that proof of concept. I, I'm just going to be blunt. I did. People were tired of me sharing that on Facebook, but I shared it for like two and a half years on Facebook. I shared it on Twitter. I specifically reached out to people on Twitter, like, like at so-and-so. And, and I didn't, no, I didn't like, I didn't, I don't think I repeatedly did that to the same people. I mean, I be careful, you know, you don't, yeah. again, you don't want to hound like the same person over and over again, but some people will respond. Some won't. Some people will be able to help. Some won't. Some people will simply share it again. There's that share concept. If you like it, share, 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 yeah, because you don't know who in that audience is going to see it, who might be able to help. So much great stuff there from such a wide variety of people. You know, some of that counsel might be um, conflicting to you, and that's okay. 
maybe one bit of the, of the advice was for you and, and some of it wasn't. Just marinate and pray. Is there something that was in this review that struck you? Is there something that was ringing true? Is there something that just sticks out? Take some time and pray it over. Let God, the ultimate source of wisdom, give you confirmation or give you peace to just let it go. The Bible says that there is value in a variety of counsel, not that you must take every single word of it. And as we end 2020, I hope you are safe, healthy, and have found or rediscovered the joy of the Lord in your life. Next week, as we get started in the new year, we're kicking off a brand new series. It's called Hope Through Laughter. Each week, we're going to feature a truly godly and truly gifted comedian. We're getting the new year kicked off with the incredible Bob Smiley on January 4th. So look for that episode. And we look forward to sharing his conversation with us with you next week and so many other amazing comedians coming up throughout January. In the meantime, please check out any of these guests that were featured on this episode. Check out their full interviews. The links are in the show notes. Also links to the different projects and ministries that they are all a part of. In the meantime, have a wonderful week. And may God bless you with health, safety, and joy in the new year. God bless. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? A guest pastor to fill in and give your staff a break? A moving testimony to share the hope found in Christ alone? For this and more, our host Dave Ebert is now taking bookings to share his testimony, his love of laughter, and the joy of the Lord with your audience. For information, contact booking at giftsforglory.com. Booking at gifts, the number four, glory.com. Booking at giftsforglory.com. 